This is the Authority Partners Podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Authority Partners Podcast. My name is Vedrana Biberovic, and today here with me is my colleague, Mirna Dajanovic. We are both working as talent management specialists at Authority Partners. Hi, Mirna, and welcome. Hi, Vedrana. It is real pleasure to be here. Today, we will talk about feedback. Giving and receiving feedback is a hot topic, and it's going to stay that way. It's no wonder considering that feedback culture is vital to the health of any organization. In the past, our listeners had a chance to hear more about the feedback and feedback culture in AP in a fantastic podcast with Amila Kurtovic-Bujevac, head of our talent management department in AP. If you haven't listened to it yet, we warmly recommend it. But today we want to talk more about the factors influencing feedback culture and how to make the best use of a feedback system. Mirna, let's jump right into it. What is a feedback culture? Feedback culture is a culture where people feel safe to give and receive feedback. Basically, if we feel that our feelings and opinions are being dismissed, it is much less likely that we are going to give feedback to our colleague or manager or challenge the feedback we are receiving. If there is no feedback, then there is no room for collaboration or teamwork, and that is unfortunate. Feedback shows us our blind spots, make us think about other perspectives, pushes us out of our comfort zone, and that is what actually makes us grow. So there is no growth without feedback. Well said. Love it or hate it, giving and receiving feedback is a crucial tool to develop people and have a healthy organization. So we know what feedback is, but is every feedback good? Can giving a feedback backfire, for example, demotivate another person? Well, we are humans and it is human to prefer uh, receiving praises, but receiving only praises is just not realistic. If you are talking only about positive, we are missing the other side of a picture. Uh, if there are no constructive feedbacks, we miss the opportunity to talk about the things we can improve or do differently. Receiving constructive feedback can get us thinking, challenge us, inspire us, and make us grow. When you receive a constructive feedback, maybe you'll agree with it, or maybe not. Either way, it is important to discuss that feedback. Talking about feedback can make us see things in a different light, or perhaps lead to creating some new approach or insights for both sides. Also, when we are talking only about the positives and disregard things that can be done differently, feedback may seem generic or even dishonest. What are the challenges that one can experience in giving feedback? Why some are reluctant to give any kind of feedback? Firstly, both giving and receiving feedback, there is a lot of unknown. We can never be sure of what we will hear, how the other side will react to feedback we are giving, or how we will react to it. Secondly, feedback puts us in the spotlight and just being in a situation where attention is focused on us is hard. Also, figuring out what we want to say in feedback as well as how to say it can be hard. Our work is complex and how we behave always depends on the context we're in. What is important to know is that giving feedback is a skill and one that can be mastered. There are ways of how to receive and give feedback that initiates constructive conversation and feels less intimidating. Let's go even deeper here. So how to actually give a feedback? If I would give one advice about giving feedback, whether that is suggestion or praise, it would be to be specific. Not only that is easier for us to give a specific feedback, but it is more informative for the person receiving it. 
when we give concrete feedback, we focus on the thing we have experienced, the things we have noticed, felt, and it makes our feedback honest. In this way, we can be more confident in what we are saying and avoid the possibility of any misunderstanding. Also, let's say we want to give feedback to the person we uh, collaborate with, but really don't know that much. In this case, we are lacking a lot of context about that person and key information about the role. And we are not in a position to talk about the way how she or he uh, is doing their job. But we don't need to. We can still give feedback about the things we did observe. For example, openness, responsiveness, active listening, performance, etc. If you really want to master feedback, we recommend STAR methodology, which can be used as a great guide for giving feedback, where you can explain the situation or task, action, and result. And another important thing I want to mention when focusing on specific is that we always have to talk about performance and not personality. In this way, the other person will not feel as we are judging, and in the same time, he or she will receive useful information about behavior. So in practice, it would look like this. Instead of saying you're asking too many questions, we can say during the client meeting, I have noticed that you were asking many questions during the presentation. I felt a need for more space to follow the presentation with full focus. I believe that on our next meeting, it would be beneficial to save the questions for the end of presentation. What do you think? You can feel the difference. That is a great example of how to concentrate on someone's performance because the main reason giving a feedback is to help them improve their capabilities in a positive way. Are there any other tips you would recommend? Well, there are a few things we need to consider before giving feedback. The first tip would be not to wait with giving feedback. The closer to the situation you address it, the better. Receiving feedback right after the situation can help us focus on the things we do well and inform us about the things uh, we can do better. Receiving feedback is useful anytime, but it is more effective while we are still processing the situation that happened or thinking about the task. Uh, second, consider what is the key information you want to communicate and in what way. So in 30 Partners, we have AP feedback system that is very elaborate and offers a platform for different kinds of feedback. Yes, in AP, our feedback system allows us to give written feedback, not only peer-to-peer, -peer, but also to our management, which is something that Amila mentioned in her podcast. But I guess the question we get the most often is whether feedback should be delivered in written form through the system or verbally. Well, exchanging verbal feedback is what creates an atmosphere in the team, and it is the basis for any collaboration. Written feedback is never a replacement for a verbal one, but it offers something else. What system brings us is more structure. Writing feedback gives us an opportunity to precisely formulate feedback explaining situation or task. It assures that the feedback won't be forgotten or go unnoticed and gives opportunity to consult and process the feedback without experiencing pressure to respond immediately. Also, having written feedback can allow you to go back to suggest feedback and track the progress in more transparent way. And the one more thing I feel is important when giving feedback is being supportive. Yes, context changes everything, especially in giving a suggestion or constructive feedback. Exactly. Approaching the task of giving feedback in a way that we share observation, hear out the person and offer support for overcoming challenges to improve the skills is a lot different than just sharing your opinion without giving any specifics how you came to that conclusion and not creating a dialogue with that person. Sensing that empathy and openness can make experience of receiving feedback much less intimidating and it can also lead to new insights. 
Now, having this kind of approach is what turns giving feedback into constructive conversation where both parties grow. And this openness and sincerity leads us back to a feedback culture. Once sharing feedback becomes a habit, it becomes continuous and fundamental in maintaining a good feedback culture. That's right. If your employees feel free to always share what they think about your organization, management, and other employees, they're more likely to be happy and engaged with your organization. Very well said, Mirna. I'm really happy that we had opportunity to discuss this topic today. I hope our listeners enjoyed it too. That would be all. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for more exciting topics in our AP production. Thank you for listening to Authority Partners podcast. Stay tuned for the next episode.